Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about the variety that you get right here on the CEP Network. The CEP Network now has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in CEPN in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. We are happy to announce that we finally have merchandise for you to get a hold of. Go to buyjack.com slash CEP and take a look at the tees, hoodies, mugs, and koozies for Raised on the Radio and the rest of the CEP network and get you some swag. In this episode, we talk about UFC 260, we talk about our favorite candy, we talk about tipping in the bar and restaurant industry, and awkward situations in new relationships. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out on the social medias. You can reach us on the Raised on the Radios, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. And if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into the episode. Well, hello there. Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show. I am Cobra Cato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoom land. As usual, bad mood today, technological issues. Uh, your boy Stepe lost in a pretty terrible fashion last night, and let's get into it. Thanks for bringing that up. Well, I had to I do it. I had to do it first. That thing. knockout in my head ever since then. Man, when that that left leg buckled underneath him, it was just over. It was over. Yeah, typically when you break your leg after <laughs> you get punched, yeah, it's typically it's you know, or you tear tear your ACL and MCL. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I want to say this before, I don't want to spend too much time because it does, right. it does put me in a bad mood. I get as you know, I am a Stipe fan mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm very bummed, but I want to say good things about a few people that deserve good things to be said. However, I'm going to start with some bad things. Hey, sports center ESPN. I really, really want you to eat all the dicks. Okay. You, they have fully turned into TMZ. They have fully turned into an entertainment gossip, clickbait bullshit organization. Okay. Not even five minutes after that fight was over, they posted and and they can call it what they want. I call it a meme for, to me, a company like ESPN should never be posting memes on any of their social media. Absolutely not ever. So I call it a meme. They can call it what they want, but it was two pictures side by side of Steve Bay falling over on his leg and they said something along the line. Well, you know what? I retweeted it. Let me let me let me double check. But they said something along the lines of here it is. Hang on. It's right here. Uh, Stipe's leg and then like a face with like big eyes. Hashtag UFC 260. All right. Here's the thing. The fight hadn't been over for five minutes. OK. Stipe's leg was fine. He got up. He was walking around. You are merely trolling and memeing. I don't give a fuck. People can say what they want. That's what it is to me. So ESPN, you're TMZ to me now. You're VH1 to me now. You're MTV to me now. I'm over. I'm done with it. I can't. It's the the fact that they so willingly and so shamelessly criticize. And that, no, criticize is the wrong word. Shit on athletes is bizarre to me. It didn't used to be that way. 
and maybe this is a sign again of me just getting older and I'm just a bitter fuck, whatever. But it didn't used to be that way. They reported sports news. They talked about good stories. They talked about bad. But now it's just TMZ. It's just who can say the most outrageous thing, who can post the most outrageous thing. And if you need proof of that, I mean, Stephen A. Smith has his own show now. It was bad enough that he was on SportsCenter, uh, all the other shows, and then had First Take. Now he's got his own show. But if you need if you need proof of that, just follow him on Twitter during a UFC event. Now, he wouldn't call what he was doing trolling, but he said something about Tyron Woodley. And I was like, hey, man, stop talking about fighting. You don't know what you're talking about. Right. Right. You would think after that whole uh, wasn't it the wasn't it the cowboy thing that he yeah. got so much uh, there was so much controversy around it because he was talking out of his ass and he had no idea why why are they still letting him do this because he's getting attention and it's stupid brings in ads it brings in clicks it brings in all all the stuff that I'm talking about which is fine that's the way the world works it, you know I'm not complaining about their business model I'm complaining about what they the way they go about their business now beyond the model. And that is bringing the news to us, the viewer. Um, but Stephen A. Smith goes, yeah, Woodley got caught in that choke. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. You, if you had been watching, no, you, like he didn't get caught in a choke. He got choked. He got how, hurt how, badly. And then he got choked. How often does somebody get caught in a choke? Yeah. You don't just get in, caught in, in le- a choke. Unless like it's a flying triangle or something like that. You're not going to see somebody get, caught in a choke like it's there's there there's a whole way into getting into that (laughs) but that's just the thing he just doesn't know what he's watching right yeah the other guy sets up the choke right yeah you could say you got choked which is probably the proper way to say it not you got caught in a choke meaning like whatever which by the way what what was what was the name of that choke because it was odd was it a Darce? I think it was the Darce. Is that what's considered a Darce? Okay. I'm not uh, I'm not great with names when it comes to It was it was the Darce. Okay. It was the Darce. Because there was a Von Flu earlier in the in the card. Uh okay. Alonzo Menafield did a Von Flu. Um and I'm pretty sure God, I can't remember. I think it was the Darce. Anyway. So like yeah, Darce. So I'm I'm just and again, I'm super sensitive because I'm a Stipe fan. So I'm sticking up for him. But five minutes after the fight, you're going to post side-by-side pictures of Stipe's leg. Right. Report that the next day. on. And I don't even know why you need to talk about it. It'd be one thing if his leg were injured and he had to be carried off. It's another thing that you're trolling the guy because he got fucking KO'd. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. He got up on his own and actually refused to be helped up. Right. He wanted to get up sooner than he wanted, like should have. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. You sent me a video. Uh, it was of the post-conference with Dana White, and the title of the video was basically a comment that Dana White said that if I was John Jones right now, I would be looking to go down to 185 yeah, and not fight Francis Ngannou, which is an inter- interesting thought in its own right, but I was wondering why you sent me that because it w- was it because of that title or was it because of his talk about Stipe? It was because of him talking about De La Hoya. Okay, back. that that was really yeah. I, um, that was a really shitty comment. Or like, I I I'm in Dana White's corner on that one. Me too. 
Because Me too. they literally asked him, should they give, because I guess they want De La Hoya to fight a, a UFC fighter or a, a right. box a UFC, UFC fighter, which I guess this is just everywhere now. Everybody yeah, wants to box an MMA fighter, which is ridiculous in, in, in the first place. But they made the comment, should it be Francis Ngannou? What? That person should never be allowed in a press What? They, never. Um, I normally never stick up for Dana White, but I loved his response. He was absolutely right. Like, why are we talking? Stop bringing this shit to a press conference right. after a heavyweight title fight in the UFC. I'm not talking about boxing. I'm not talking about De La Hoya or anyone in my company boxing this. He's 50 years old. This is essentially what he said. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. but Yeah. Uh, no, that's why, that's why I sent it to you. But, well, um, the, well, the other part of that, too, and did you watch the whole video? Yeah. Okay. So I kind of I kind of figured you sent it to me because of what, like, he, somebody asked him to reflect on Stipe as a champion for as long as he's been and this, that, and the other. And I was trying, <laughs> it's funny because I was trying to listen to it from your point of view, being like a massive Stipe fan. And I wanted to see how bad this was going to piss me off if I was in your shoes. And he very okay. he very nonchalantly said, yeah, he's the best heavyweight of all time. And then just moved on to the next conversation. Like, he didn't um, really... It's weird. Yeah. Well, look, that's the that's what I've been saying. Everyone's been saying about Stipe anyway. This has been, this has been the treatment of him as a champion the entire time. Yeah. Very, very sort of, yeah, I'll go ahead and say he's the greatest, but let's move on. We, we don't need to go any further than that. And, and look, it is because he's not a marketable fighter. His story just is not interesting enough to the casual fan. So Dana White's not going to spend more time on it than he needs to. Joe Rogan's not going to spend more time on it than he needs to. No one is. Um, and I thought that, look... I remember how I said I was going to say nice things, but let me say one more <laughs> negative thing here. Uh, Daniel Cormier, you were way too excited to say Stipe got knocked out. You were way too excited. You need to show a little less bias there, cuz. Okay. I know you're listening, DC. Put down the donuts <laughs> and be an unbiased commentator, please. Um, Dude, dude way, I, hey. way too excited. You know, way too excited to just blurt that out speaking of that you know you I, I didn't watch the the main card but i watched the early prelims and the prelims and you know you messaged me immediately and was like oh great it's rogan and dc uh but well, I, I, the, the I, reason I, I said that is because i knew it was going to be a jerk off fest for francis and kane right oddly enough kane wasn't mentioned once can't believe it right can't believe it it's the first time in history yeah go ahead sorry i'm still going with the theory that rogan's not into this anymore i agree Dude, I was listening to him, and his comments were few and far between. Even, like, even the um, you know the back and forth with him in DC wasn't it wasn't there last night. I, I didn't think from, or at least not. I, uh, I, I like I said, I didn't watch the main card, but earlier than that. But still, just he doesn't. He's he's not like what he used to be as far as Joe Rogan as a commentator was. Uh, yeah, I think he's an autopilot right yeah. now. To be honest with you. Um, he said, <laughs> he said, so it was the, oh, God damn. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, oh, 
Bukowskis and the Ola Shekshik fight. However you say his name. He's, the, he's Polish. Okay. You're Polish. the person I go to, to to know how to understand or like Ola, Ola, pronounce people's names. I, and, I believe it's Ola Keshik. I can't, I think that's wrong, but but he's Polish and he was fighting uh, a Lithuanian guy, Bukowskis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're light heavyweights, both badasses, right? So it's like the second round. And this is the comment Joe Rogan made. I, I made it a point to remember this. Like I put it in my phone even, and I've just been <laughs> thinking about it ever since. But he goes, he goes, he goes, man, it really is great to hear Ola Chechik's corner speaking to him in Polish. And then there was this long silence, like no one knew how to respond to that. And I wanted to be there and go, hey, fuckface, he's Polish. And so are they. They speak Polish to each other. Why? Why did you say that? <laughs> Like he was like reaching for something to say. And that was like, he farted out of his mouth. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Uh, Man, it's really great to hear his corner yelling at him in Polish. Why? Because he's Polish. Wait, he's phoning it in, dude. He's, yeah. he's, he's doing karaoke at this point. I mean, like, you, you would just, never hear, you would never hear, never hear him say the same thing like about Khabib and his corner speaking to him in Russian. No, he'd be he'd have his head too far up his ass to even get that out. But all right, so let me say some good things. All right, that's enough go. bitching. Okay, I might come back to bitching, but let me say some good things. More than okay. likely, but whatever. Well, before I say good things, let me just say this: it, it was a rough night. And if I seem salty, I am. Steve Bay is one of my favorite fighters. Tyron Woodley is one of my favorite fighters. Uh, let's start with Woodley. Uh, he's thirty-nine, I think. If not, he's thirty-eight. I think he just turned 39 recently. He's lost four in a row, and each loss has consistently been worse than the other, than the last one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll give him all the credit in the world, though. He went out last night, and he was ready to bang. He was way more aggressive. He he hasn't been this aggressive since. Yeah, but I don't like that. That was his his downfall last night, though, I think. It was his downfall, but he was fighting a guy that if you're going to beat him, you have to be aggressive. Otherwise, he's going to be the aggressor on you and your fucks, Bill. Vicente Luque is a badass. Yeah, for sure. Okay? Yeah. So the only time that he's been tested is when someone's moved forward on him and and has out, basically outthrown him on the feet. That's the only time he's been tested. If you let him dictate the, the pace of the fight and you let him be the aggressor, he's going to eat you up. So Tyron made it a point to go out there and he was super aggressive. And look, he landed a big shot and Vicente was hurt. But... Uh, Tyrone was loading up and as he was loading up, he got caught and then he got choked. Uh, and look, we haven't seen Tyron that hurt in the UFC at all. Uh, he, the only time he's been that hurt was way back when he was in strike force, when he lost to Nate Marquardt. Um, I don't even know the 2012, 11, whatever the hell it was, maybe even, I can't remember, but so, uh, that's the first time he's been that hurt in the UFC. And I mean, he was, he was. He was fucked. I don't know if there was any coming back from that. He was more hurt than Luke was. So, you know, I, I say this as a fan. I think it's time. It's time to move on. I think it's time to retire. Uh, I don't know how you come back from four straight and each one is, is worse than the other. Um, but look, if he, if he does retire, which I don't know if he is, but that's a good way to go out. Not on a loss, not getting choked, but – at least at least he could say, like, dude, I went out there and I threw bombs and I tried to win. Rather than like I sat back, I threw some counter strikes, it was a boring fight, the fans hated it, it went to a decision, and perhaps I won. You know? 
and I know that's what people think about him. He gets a lot of criticism. I think it's unfair in a lot of ways. Yeah, but no matter who you are, it sucks because it's like, you know, you have, you were a title holder, you had a, a solid career, and now if, if you do if you do hang up the hang up the gloves, you're leaving on four losses. But even if you were like just trying to hold on just to where you could go out on a win, with every loss you're kind of, you're moving down the rankings. And who you're going to grab is that going to be? Is that going to give you enough satisfaction to win that fight? To you know what I mean? The fact that you were a title holder really not that long ago. It seems like ages ago though. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It really does. It seems like a long time ago. And to be honest with you, he hasn't won a round since the first round of the Darren Till fight. Yeah. And that could have been argued that that was a draw, or perhaps maybe even Darren Till might have won the round. Yeah. I think Darren Till threw five strikes and landed two, and I think Tyron threw six and landed two or three, or like it was just bizarre. That was probably the last round he won. He didn't win any against Usman. He didn't win any against Gilbert Burns. He didn't win any against Colby Covington. You know, so, so I'm saying this. I'm saying this as a fan. I'm not shitting on him at all. He's he's a badass. He's one of my favorites of all time. I just think it's time. Um, and then Stipe. Uh, I'll say this, Stipe, one of my favorites. He and his team did not look very anticipatory of what was going to happen last night. Meaning they didn't look like they expected an improved Francis Ngannou. I think they thought that was all hype. Uh, and Stipe, it might have just been one of those nights where he just did, he couldn't put it together. And to be honest with you, he, he couldn't. He didn't. I mean, his corner after the first round said, you got to mount some sort of offense, dude. Yeah. Like he's, you know, and he goes, I know, I know. Um, and look, he got, he got hit with a jab. He got knocked down. He got up. Uh, was able to evade some of the uh, the power punches of Ngano, and then he landed a big right hand, and he thought he had him hurt. He went in carelessly, and he got knocked out. It happens all the time. Uh, you know, that's the nature of MMA. Um, you know what I'll tell you, though? You know, Francis Ngano is a monster, and, well, his, and his, yeah. his punches are scary. But the scariest thing... The scariest punches that I seen last night, just from the clips that I seen, was when he had Stipe's back. Um, Those yeah. fists well, to the side of the head were one, maybe the scariest fists I've ever seen in the UFC. Well, see, that's the and you're right. I agree, but that's the issue. That's that's what I'm taking issue with here. Is that? Let me say something negative again. So Stipe went for he did he went for a takedown. It was a half-ass takedown. He didn't commit. He didn't follow through. It was almost like he stopped halfway through because he expected Francis to give up on it like he did in the first fight. Um, small octagon or not, doesn't matter. Uh, where he attempted that takedown, he had plenty of space to, to finish the takedown. Um, so it was almost like he stopped and paused for a second. And then when he realized that Francis had not given up on it, before he knew it, Francis had his back. Now, Stipe is a great wrestler one of the better wrestlers in the heavyweight division and even in the UFC for him to give up his back that easily was bizarre to me. I really feel like he was ill prepared for anything that happened. And that's not anyone's fault, but his and his teams, you know, and, and again, maybe it just wasn't his night. Sometimes you have a game plan, you know what it is, but you just can't put it together. And I'll, I'll say more about that. I think that well, before we move on, I think there's also a strength aspect from Nganu that, 
Oh, for sure. I, now, whether you know, thirty pounds, whether Stipe's uh, corner like thought was thinking about that, but you know, I, I'm sure Engano is getting stronger with every fight too. It's not just a matter, you know, it's not like he's not, you know, lifting and things like that too. Like he's he's getting stronger with each fight as well. Yeah. So well, like, he's getting stronger in areas that he was not good at previously. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, because to be honest with you, he was never put in those positions other than by Stipe. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, I think Curtis Blades maybe landed a takedown in their first fight, which again, that, that seems like decades ago at this point now. Yeah. Um, so, and, and so before I move on on Stipe and Francis, um, I'm going to go back to being negative about the commentary. Let me, let me, let me just say this. Joe Rogan and DC nearly came in their pants when Francis actually avoided that takedown. Okay. Um, They know this and DC should know this better than anyone. You learn to sprawl when you're five years old at your first wrestling camp. Right. I don't know what was so amazing about him sprawling. Finally, if it took him six years in the UFC to learn how to sprawl, that's an issue with his team previously. He does have, he's with Eric Nixick now, who's a great trainer. So I, obviously he's making him better, but for real, if we're going to be that excited about a sprawl after six years in the UFC, we need, we got to, we got to calm down. Okay. I, 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 again, it just shows bias yeah. in the commentary. That's all it does. I know, you know, mm-hmm. and it makes me become a hater. That's fine. I'll, I'll assume that role right now. Um, but look, it was a great sprawl. It worked. He got his back, and it, 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 again, I think it confused the fuck out of Stipe. I don't think Stipe was expecting that. And he even tried some offensive wrestling after he had his back. He went for a takedown, and then he, he let go of it. Like, Francis went for a takedown. I think it was a single. I think it was a single leg, but he, he pulled out of it wisely because, it, it, you know, I think that would have tired him out. And you could tell he was tired from just that little bit of exchange right. in, the, in the grappling. Um which is why I was a little bit confused. I mean, there's nothing you can, so let me go back. So with Stipe, with that said, look, he, he had a bad night, but look, has there been any other champion that's had to go through what he's gone through? Losses coming back from losses, uh, the, the, the no marketing, the, you know, having to wait a year for a rematch with DC training for the same fighter for three years straight, you know, having Francis be the favorite in their first fight. Okay, Having Francis. Like, let me let me ask you this. It, this is the first thing that popped in my head in the post conference video that I was watching, and they were asking, you know, who's next for Ngannou and this, that, and the other. How come you have a fight between Connor and Dustin Poirier, and the second the fight's over, we're already talking about a trilogy fight, but we're not talking about that with Stipe and Ngannou. We're already moving on to Ngannou's next opponent. Because it's Stipe, man. I'm telling you, it's just uh, it's weird. It's weird. I was texting with a few people and they go, he deserves an immediate rematch. I was like, guys, that ain't going to happen. Not losing, mm-hmm. losing the way he did with John Jones out there and Derek Lewis, potentially uh, he, that ain't going to happen, dude. He's not going to get it. I'll be surprised if he gets a rematch at all. I think he'll have to fight a next fight and win it convincingly to even be considered. I'll be honest, uh, mm-hmm. which sucks. Right. But, uh, so, look, I just think he was ill-prepared. That's just me as a fan, someone who's watched all of his fights numerous times. I know when he looks off. At least I think I do. 
I mean, I'm sure his trainers, trainers will disagree with me, but like his coaches will disagree. But so I, I just think it was an off night. But again, where do you go? If he retires, I wouldn't be upset at all. I think it's time. I think it's time, just like Woodley. Now, he's just first lost. I mean, he's just lost the belt. Look, dude, he's 38, and no one's gone through what he's gone through as a champion. Maybe GSP. Maybe. You know, GSP gets knocked out, gets finished by Matt Sarah, has to come back, has to fight Matt Hughes before he eventually gets back to Matt Sarah. All these things. I mean, GSP had a rough road, and he faced a lot of criticism. Uh, you know, unfair criticism, I should call it. And uh, I guess he was more marketable. I guess you could say he was more marketable than Stipe or the UFC. I at least tried to market him better. But with all those things said, I mean, I think it's time to potentially just retire. I, I, what left is there to do? To just, okay, you want a trilogy fight with Francis. What, what, what's left? You know, what's left? You could fight it's, Derek Lewis. It's not, yeah, you it's, could fight. it's not necessarily the, what's left. I, I guess it's kind of a, the same thing as Tyron. If, 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 if we think we're looking at a either, either hang the gloves up now or one to two more fights before you do, can you go back in there, beat Nganu, and then walk away as the champion? Or do you go in, lose, and now you're sitting at two losses with no chance of getting that title back again before you retire? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, and also, I don't know if there's a more battle-tested chin in the UFC than Stipe's. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the shot he took from Nganu in the first round KOs anyone else. Mm-hmm. One shot KOs anyone else, and he ate it. The shot that finished him was as clean as it gets. I mean, on the point of the chin. I mean, that's, that's just, there's, I don't care. I mean, my, you know, anyone hits you on the point of the chin like that, it, you're in trouble. Yeah. Francis hits you on the point of the chin like that, you're fucked. <laughs> you might have died. <laughs> so let me say good things about Francis now. So either way, you know, I hope Stipe really, I, I I hope he takes quite a bit of time to figure out what's next. And if retirement is next, I would not be, as a fan, upset at all. I don't think he has anything left to prove. I think he's the greatest heavyweight of all time, period, any organization. And that's that's where I'm going to end it. Uh, so with Francis, look, I, I don't dislike Francis at all. I never have. Obviously, if he's fighting Stipe, I'm rooting for Stipe, and I want Francis to lose. Um, but he's a bad, bad motherfucker. Uh, there's just no, there's no way around it. Uh, and he proved, he proved last night that he's learned technique. You know, one of my criticisms was like, he doesn't have any technique. He just bum rushes people and throws those slobber knockers at him. And when they connect, they, the other person goes to sleep. Is he, is he kind of like what Brock Lesnar was when Lesnar first came into the UFC? I mean, Lesnar probably had I more, mean, more technique that, because sure. he had the the big wrestling background and stuff like that. But he wasn't like when he came in, strength and power was his biggest, the biggest things he had going for him. Yeah, but Brock Lesnar had actual wrestling. True. Yeah. Um, good wrestling. Yeah. And the other thing is, Francis doesn't panic when he gets hit. Brock Lesnar panicked every time he got hit. Yeah. You know. True. Um. So, but, you know, Francis is, he's, look, dude, I mean, he's still getting better because he hasn't been doing MMA that long, you know, and that's the thing. Like, he did last night show that he's made improvements. 
He's throwing leg kicks. He's throwing head kicks. His his grappling looked good. He paced himself. So he's going to be a tough guy to beat, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and as I stated before, before we knew who was the winner of this fight, John Jones is fucked. I'm sorry. If he fights John Jones, <laughs> John Jones is fucked. And I'd be saying that if Stipe still had the belt. I John have, Jones, I he have can put on as much weight as he wants, but... Yeah, I have to imagine that Jones is pretty nervous right now. I doubt it. But Dana White made a great point. He goes, just because John Jones tweets, show me the money, it doesn't mean he's ready to fight. Yeah. And it's like I said, I think like an episode or two ago, like, do we really ever know what John Jones really is thinking or says or That's what true. he means That's when true. he tweets and when he says anything? I sure don't. Because the guy that once upon a time I thought was the GOAT has... I, I, I don't even like the guy anymore. I really can't stand him. You know? I mean, I was giving him the benefit of the doubt when he fucking plowed into a pregnant woman and fleed the scene of an accident. Fled the scene of an accident. Fleed, fled, fled the scene of an accident. <laughs> I was going to let uh, that go just to see if you would go with fleed. I, I catch on to my grammar <laughs> mistakes here. Uh, so, yeah, I, I can't even really... Anyway... Those are my, so I don't know. I didn't want to spend this much time on the UFC because it's, it's a bummer, but I mean, dude, well, let me ask you this. Did you have anything music related to talk about today? I don't know. Do I, I don't know. The reason why I ask is because I was wondering if you've seen uh MGK meet up <sighs> oh with. Oh my God. Thank you so much. For in the beginning. Holy yeah. shit. That was the one thing I didn't want to forget. Uh, so here's a stat for you. This is what sports center should have put up. Stipe is 0-2 with two KO losses when MGK is in the building. <laughs> oh, I'm not making that up for, for laughs. That's real. Okay. As soon as I saw on Twitter that MGK was in the building, I was like, I know what happened last time he was in the building. I know what happened. This is bad. Oh, this man. is bad. That's a stat for you. Um. Okay. Yes, I did see that. And I had people immediately text me and they're like, what's up with your boy? I was like, what do you mean? Is, what, what, what about it? And he's banging Megan Fox. What's up with you? Why aren't you banging <laughs> Megan Fox? Like, I got, what, uh, but I will say this. Uh, uh, Travis Barker, let me just explain something to you. No grown man should so aggressively suck on a lollipop like you did last night, sir. I don't know if he didn't realize he was on television, but homeboy was slurping on that lollipop. First of all, if you're a grown man, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have a lollipop anywhere near your existence. Anyway, give it to your kid. Okay. You don't put lollipops in your mouth as a grown person. Is this what raised on the radio is now? (laughs) Are we going to bad mouth people for eating a sucker wrong? (laughs) No, not wrong in general. (laughs) In general. I mean, I could really say what I want to say. You don't, Hang on. You'd never eat suckers ever? Because you're an adult. No, I'm an adult. In, in what book is it written I don't eat that popsicles. you can't eat? Dude, I don't eat what? come on. On a hot day, what? a popsicle is the shit. I don't eat pudding. I don't eat jello. What do, what, Dude, what is what your are problem? Doing? Are you okay? I'm a grown person. <laughs> so I what? Grown people food. So what? Suckers? You eat oh, suckers dude. and you call them suckers? Well, it's. Ugh. You called it a lollipop. That's what it is. 
Oh man, this is lollipop, lollipop, oh, you know the song. This it's a lollipop. This show may have just retired itself. <laughs> like a lollipop. See? Hey, we did talk about that last what was it last episode? Two episodes ago? What what's the song called? Is it called Sucker? I would hope it's not. Lollipop. I would hope not. <laughs> yeah, okay. So Travis Barker's grown ass shouldn't have a fucking sucker in his mouth. How about that? He might as well have a binky in his mouth. What about Jolly Rancher? Can you eat a Jolly Rancher? That's like the same thing, but not without a stick, right? Mm, Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I still don't need Jolly Ranchers. But yes, you're right. It shouldn't be on a stick, and you shouldn't be holding it like this and putting it in your mouth like that, okay? That's weird. See how gross you feel right now because I did that, and I had nothing in my hand. (laughs) All I had to do was mime what he was doing on television with Kourtney Kardashian. Uh, No, Jolly Ranch. I mean, I don't eat candy. I'm I'm not a candy person. Yeah. I'm not uh, really a candy person. A little bit, I guess. Yeah. I, like, I'll, I'll eat well, a candy bar here and there, but not much. I mean, if I were going to eat candy, it would be, it would be like a fucking, I mean, like, I like Reese's Pieces. Okay. Those are, and believe me, those can be my, I will destroy are an those, entire. Are those still a thing? I don't think, I can't remember the last time I seen Reese's Pieces. How fucking dare you? Are they still a thing? Yeah, of course. They're not going anywhere ever. Okay. True or false? Reese's Pieces do not have chocolate. Uh. No, they have to have chocolate, right? The outer coating? They do not. That's peanut butter? It's peanut butter with a candy shell. Candy, but the candy's made out of chocolate? It's not chocolate. It's not chocolate. Huh. Interesting. Yep. I had no idea. Yep. Most people don't. They think they're eating chocolate and peanut butter. It's not chocolate. Reese's peanut butter cups, that's chocolate. Or some sort of weird Taiwanese form of chocolate, wherever they're made. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so Reese's Pieces and uh, Butterfingers are the shit. Uh, Taste-wise, yes. Teeth-wise, no. Oh, yeah, you'll break a tooth for sure. If you get one of them old ones, dude, <laughs> you better might as well just make an appointment uh-huh. <laughs> at the dentist. Eat it, eat it, but make yeah, an appointment because sure. you're going to have to get your grill fixed. Uh, I'm just thinking of stuff that I like in, in, in ice cream, like Reese's Pieces, like a Reese's Pieces concrete. And see, that's where I concrete. see that's where I'm the opposite. But I don't like really crunchy stuff. And like when you oh, take see, like I, a Reese's Pieces and it's frozen, I'm looking at trying to go to the dentist the next day. I can handle it. I have a uh, grown man teeth. I don't know what kind of oh, little congrat- chompers congratulations. you Congratulations. Probably because um, you don't eat suckers. No. <laughs> Jesus. Are you, are, you a, are you a sour guy? Like, Do you like the sour taste of anything? Uh, nah, not really, dude. No. No. Like, no, war, like I, warheads. Do you remember warheads? Oh, God, no. No, I don't eat that garbage. What is that? I don't know. Why did why how did why did our parents let us do that? I don't know. This was like fourth grade for me. I remember airheads. It was like the, was like the like, huge what are airheads. Craze. What is that? I don't know, but airheads are it's good. Insulation. <laughs> Just dig out the wall and eat insulation. That's what an airhead is. What starburst? Um, don't tell me you don't like starburst. OG starburst. What yes. is it, what does that mean? Oh, like OG. not a, not the like tropical flavors and all that Fuck kind of all stuff. All that nonsense. Get that shit out of my face. Just I like normal red, red orange, I yellow, like OG. and pink. No, 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 no. 
There are two flavors. You eat, you eat uh, the don't... red or the pink. The okay. rest of them, get, get rid of them. Um, Starburst I can do. That's okay. But again, what are we eating? What is that? What, what are we eating? You remember now and laters? I do. Those are terrible. Those are um, terrible. They're like a all, knockoff Starburst that's hard on your teeth. Yeah, it's like, hey, do you want a, a colored brick to put in your mouth and rip your teeth out? Have a now and later. I think uh, I think about these things like it's nostalgia for me to like of going to the public pool when I was a kid, which I will never do in my life again. But like the public pool and you'd have uh, like the concession stand at a public pool sure, where sure, you'd sure. go up. It was like, you know, those kinds of things are like Laffy Taffy. That was a big one. Again, disgusting. Not sure what Laffy Taffy is. Do you like banana? No. You don't like banana at all? I don't like banana flavored anything. I don't really? like bananas. Really? No. Hmm. You're disgusting. Hmm. Um, we've really spent this long talking about candy. It's Travis Barker's fault. <laughs> Look, dude, you don't put lollipops in your mouth, especially when you're on TV. I really want to say what I tweet, what I texted to someone when I saw that, but I won't. We'll keep it. We'll keep it. <laughs> Somewhat civil today. Um, I'm trying to think of the other candy I like in ice cream. There's one more that I'm forgetting. So what did I say? Reese's Pieces, Butterfinger, and... Oh, Heath. Heath bars are one of my favorite. That's... that's I, Okay. When, I, when If you put a Heath in front of me, I am a candy person. I will destroy Heath bars. What's Apparently in a, what's in a Heath bar? Old. How dare you? What is it? It's toffee covered in chocolate. A toffee. I'm a toffee guy. I like toffee. Oh, yeah. But apparently that makes me really old. Dude, I will murder some worthers that's toffee right those are disgusting dude worthers are are awesome that you're a 90 year old man thank you if only we're on a stick for you and you could have a worthers lollipop or worthers sucker no it would really make you old is remember those old uh those strawberry looking candies that like your grandma would have in a candy dish oh yeah 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 now that's old always cut your tongue (laughs) <laughs> they would always have a hole, and they would always cut your tongue. Yeah. Every fucking time. Every time. Yeah. Uh, That's true. Yeah, I remember those. I remember those. <laughs> yeah, Mike, so I don't, I didn't grow up with grandparents. Like, all of my grandparents had passed by the time I was like, like, honestly, by the time I started forming memories. But I do have vague memories of t- uh, two of my grandparents, and uh, they lived across the street from us. But both of them died by the time I was six years old, I want to say. Five or six. So, like, you're just forming vivid memories by that age. But so I would go across the street to their house, and uh, there were two thing- There were three things that I always would, would just, like, beg for. One was a Pepsi because my, my grandpa, was a, he, he loved whiskey with, you know, he liked a whiskey Coke. But gotcha. he had those little hard or little glass bottles of Pepsi. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you know, but soda out of a glass bottle is, it's a different formula. I don't know what they do to it. There might be crack cocaine in it. I don't know, but it's just hey, different. Back, back then, probably. Yeah. Uh, I'm not that old, but thank you. <laughs> um, but so I would always, I would always ask for one of those because he always, he had a little, uh, a little, it wasn't even a fridge. It was like an ice bin. He would always have ice in it and always have Pepsis on ice. Nice. So I'd always ask for a Pepsi. And then after that, I'm like, well, I need candy with this Pepsi. So then I would walk back upstairs to my grandma. My grandma had, uh, a, you know, like a pantry 
and there was this dish that had candy, right? Mm-hmm. Werther's were in there. Those stupid strawberry candies were in there. However, do you know what zeros are? Like the zero, zero candy bars? bar? Yeah. Dude, yeah. So she would have zeros and she would have almond joys. Okay. So I'd always be okay. like, can I please have an almond joy and a zero to wash this Pepsi down <laughs> or vice versa? And that's what they would give me. And then I would, I would go walk back up to my house with chocolate on my face and my parents would be like, Again, really? Again, we're not letting you go there unsupervised anymore. Is, this is ridiculous. Is, okay. Hang with me here. Is a zero bar the widest candy bar ever? Quite possibly. No, you know, the widest candy bar is a symphony. Because it's got nougat in it, right? Isn't that what's in a zero bar? Is it nougat? Yeah, it's nougat. Okay. But nougat's in Snickers and nougat's in Baby Ruth and, and okay, uh, like Milky Ways and Three Musketeers. Did you ever, back when you were in school, did you ever have like different organizations and stuff selling like candy bars in the box? All the time. Like the briefcase, the yeah. briefcase box. Yeah. Always had like 100 grand and Butterfingers. Oh no, they would give us generic candy bars that just said <laughs> the flavor on the wrapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to a school that my parents paid for and this is what they gave us to sell. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Oh man, we had- Peanut we had- butter. <laughs> What flavor is that? <laughs> well, read the fucking read the rapper, <laughs> shithead. Had a uh, Carmelo. Carmelos were legit. Oh, Caram. Oh, dude, I forgot about those. Yeah. Right, so maybe I am a candy. Girl. I mean, I don't eat candy now. I know. I get it. Okay. I get it. I don't either. I, I try not to be a fat fuck. You know? I might eat like one candy bar a week, maybe a, a week. I haven't had a candy bar. I couldn't even tell you. The only reason I do is because it's right there in my face when I go to schnooks after I get off work on a Friday and I go there to like buy some stuff. So you're one of those guys. You I'm can't one, resist getting the candy bar in the checkout lane. Well, it, it's That's only, why they it's, put them there. It's do you, only do you buy there. a cosmopolitan too, or what? I should. <laughs> why can't you resist? I don't know. It's just there like Walmart or anywhere else. I'm fine. Why they do that. I, I know. I, I understand marketing. I'm not a dumbass. <laughs> Actually called merchandising, but go ahead. Whatever. I've been there. I so, worked it. I did it. So what's your go-to? Snickers? What is it? Uh, have you had the new Snickers peanut butter? Don't ask me if I've had any new candy. Oh, no. Sorry. I haven't tried any, anything it, it new. Is, it is pretty good. Milky Ways are good. The last the last new, new thing I tried was... Um, it's whatever the thing is that has pretzels in it. What is it called? Take uh, five. Yes. Yes. That's not new, is it? I think it's new-ish. Like, it didn't it exist really? when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, wait, did so, you say Symphony a while ago? You said that was, like, the widest. Uh, it, it that definitely be, right? is. It, and like, that's, like, Big Bar, right? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. We're forgetting uh, Twix. Twix is a good one. Forgetting Kit Kats. And we're forgetting 100 grand. No, I said, well, I said a hundred grand in my briefcase box that I would sell when I was a kid. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So. Oh, crunch bars. Remember crunch bars? I haven't seen one of those in a long time. A Nestle crunch? Yeah. That's still a normal candy, bro. I gave those out on Halloween. Really? Yeah. Hmm. You know what are terrible are Mr. Good bars? I don't think I've ever eaten one. It's it's just chocolate with peanuts in it, and for whatever reason, it's just it's weird. Like peanut M and M's are good. What about payday? 
What's a payday? It's oh, is just, that the? It's just peanuts and wrapped in just sugar and. Well, no, it's peanuts. Nougat, nougat. Is it nougat? I don't know. Caramel. Whatever. It's just like nougat and caramel or whatever with peanuts all around it. So like it's something you would never eat in your car because the first bite peanuts just go everywhere. <laughs> you know way too much about candy bars, dude. It's 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 getting a little bit scary. Oh come on. So are you like are you? So let me ask this. So are you like the person like if you get like uh, uh, are you a cereal person? I'm getting to be more of a cereal person again. I gave up cereal for a long time just because okay. it wasn't. I don't know. Well, it's not good for you. It's all sugar. It's all all, all of them. But I've gotten and for back me. Into it's just, it. it's bad for me because I just shit my pants five minutes after I eat. It doesn't matter what cereal it is. I just <laughs> shit my pants. Um, is it just because sh- just sugar just do that to you in general? Gluten. I, I'm not. Oh, it's the gluten. gluten. I got you. Okay. Yeah, I'm one of those. I'm one of those hipsters. I got gotcha. you. Um, but yeah. Uh, no, I haven't had cereal. I couldn't even tell you, uh, dude. It's been so long. Uh, well, the reason I ask are you you're you're probably like you probably like like Reese's peanut butter puff cereal and shit like that. Not yes What's and go- yes and no. What's I can eat it, but not ran- not all the time. Uh, I'm good with like a cinnamon toast crunch. CT crunch. Yeah. Did you see that shit that went viral where the person bought the like the family size cinnamon toast crunch and there were like shrimp tails in it and like what? You you haven't seen this? Ew, no, I don't want this to. This guy post. This guy posted on Twitter. It was like a picture, and there were two. I mean, it, they you could tell. I mean, I didn't even open it. You know, I just on my phone. I didn't even open the picture. I was like, why did he? Are those shrimp tails? And he's like, yeah, found these in my box of cinnamon toast crunch. And then, like ten minutes later, he's like, "Upon further inspection, I found, and there was like a string. There was like, uh, just debris. There was debris how, in his. How is his, that possible? I don't know. Uh, whoever the the maker, maybe it's like General Mills, whoever the fuck the big corporate company is that makes that cereal, commented, and they were like, "Upon further inspection, no other boxes of cinnamon." It was like so bizarre, like the back and forth, and then people started being like. They would just post pictures of something random, like a, like a, uh, like a, uh, what is it called? Like a um, longhorn skull. What? It, oh what yeah. Yeah. And they, it was just a picture of a longhorn skull, and they're like, "I can't wait till this guy says he found one of these in his box of cinnamon toast crunch." <laughs> anyway, that was a couple. That was like Dude, last week. Can you imagine if you're like the owner of General Mills or you know one of these big brands, and some you have an outbreak of something, or one box has like just something ridiculous in it like that, like shrimp tails or whatever, like how freaked out you are. Like are you for, freaked out though? Dude, if that's in one box, how many boxes could it be in and it, how many stores could it be in right now? Well, I got news for everyone. Every, nearly every item you purchase from the grocery store has something in it. True. Uh, a roach leg, uh, you know, the fucking shaving of a beetle, a fucking fly wing there's there's something in it it's just they're just i used to i did a job quite a few years back where uh i was install making and installing conveyor belts in different places and food sounds food food places were some of those places that you would do that at yeah Uh, i'm not gonna name any but there was some pretty nasty shit that you would come across that like when you were like if you were taking an old conveyor belt off where food that 
like that food runs down that line all day long. You pull off a belt and there's like bugs and flies and all that kind of stuff like caked underneath it and all that. And you know what? There's the FDA gives a tolerance for that that kind of stuff because there's no way around it. There's no way that you can't like you can make a place completely sterile from all that. So the FDA has to allow allow a certain percentage of that stuff to be in the food. Yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Which is really creepy and gross. We'll be fine. We haven't survived this long without eating a few fucking bugs and rat tails and whatever else. Uh, no, it was funny because I used to. I mean, I, I, I mean, I grew up working in, in bars and restaurants, um, and you see some crazy shit. Like, I remember, you know, someone said something to me. You know, you ever watch that show Bar Rescue? Is that with a? Uh... John Taffer, is that his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really, it, it, the show's only worth the only good part of the show is the first ten minutes when he goes in and sees how terrible it is, calls him out for being awful, uh-huh. and then it's just like, okay, the transformation doesn't matter. It's stupid. Right. You know, they're just going to lose all their money in three weeks anyway. <laughs> but um, but uh, somebody said something to me about that when I was still working in a bar, and uh, they were like, "Is it really like this?" I'm like, "Well, the bar that I currently work at." Even if it was like this, I'm not going to tell you it's like that. So you can go tell all your friends and no one shows up and I don't make any money. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, every place has a a certain amount of grossness to it, Um, you know, but also health inspectors don't come to your restaurant every day. Right. So you have time to prepare and you know what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. But I go now, again, the place I work at isn't like this, but I mean, I do talk to the health inspectors when they come. And they tell me horror stories. So, yeah, everything you see on that show, while a lot of it is staged, yeah, I mean, shit is like that. Yeah. There will be a place that has a walk-in cooler with spores growing out of the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, there will be, you know, one place there was like a possum behind the bar. Like, yeah, yeah, no, that, that's real. Yeah. Uh, so we used to, oh, my God. I think we talked about this. Like I said, like, if I go out to a bar, I want it to be like your corner tavern. Like, if I want it, I want it to be gross. Like you walk into the bathroom, you might get a disease like that type of thing. Uh, but we used to go, God, I won't give the name of the place, but cause it's, it's not, it's called something else now. And I haven't been there in, in a long time, but it, it, a place it's, it was down in, uh, down by the old, uh, the Lent mansion. Um, so we used to, we used to pre- we used to have a rehearsal space at the, the old Lent factory. Right. And down the street would be two, two two bars we would go to the one because one of the members bartended there part-time and then his cousin owned the place but dude you would you would you would walk so it's just just say it's the beginning of the day like we're over getting everything ready for business you would walk into the kitchen flick the lights on and the amount of roaches you would just see scatter like horror movie shit dude it, unbelievable um there was always standing water in the men's room like you were always standing in water when you took a piss um uh it's bad it's bad dude i can't believe we hung out there a lot yeah could you Um, could you imagine like if it was a requirement that people had to walk through the kitchen to get to their seat if they were going to a restaurant to eat like how many people would just walk straight out the door (laughs) yeah yeah but dude, uh, I'll be honest, like a lot of places, like 
But there are a lot of places that you would almost be surprised as to how clean it was. You know? Yeah. Um, and I've seen them. Um, it's cra- It's pretty crazy. But look, dude, it is what it is. Like I said, you, 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 you deal with a certain amount of filth no matter where you eat, no matter where you go. Yeah. It's just it's the way it is. Let, let me no ask you around. this. This is a kind of on the same topic. And we don't have to go down it deeply, but I just kind of want to get your thoughts on it because I kind of feel like I know where, what your thoughts are on it. Oh, boy. As far as like tipping goes, I've heard this conversation happen here lately, and I want to know what your thoughts is on sh- like restaurants, bars, whatever. Should tipping go away and people get paid an hourly wage, like a higher hourly wage, or should tipping stay and you just take what you get as far as if you, you know, if, if you make money or not. Okay. Uh, this is going to be long. So we'll, we'll just, we'll go down the rabbit hole. Okay. Let's do it. As someone who used to, to used to earn a living in tips. When as soon, um, as soon as I heard this conversation happen, I was like, man, that would be a good topic for the show because you've dealt with, you've been in this for, you know, in your past, yeah. you did this a lot. So I paid for college with tip money, dude. Yeah. This is pretty <laughs> serious to me. Yeah. You know, uh, huh. <laughs> Without my tip money, I probably don't get a degree. So, um, okay. You should always tip, regardless of the service. Um, You should tip. Uh, Because if you don't, you're making a bold statement that you are better than the person who is serving you. You're not. You've made an agreement. When you walk into a restaurant, you've made an agreement that you and everyone else in there are on the same level. You're no better than the cooks. You're no better than the dishwasher. You're no better than the servers, the busboys, the host. You're not better than anyone, okay? You've agreed. Once you walk through those doors, you've agreed that everyone is the same. Mm-hmm. So you should tip. Um, did you see, again, back on Twitter, this went viral a couple weeks ago. I don't, maybe just viral amongst the people I follow, but there was <sighs> Crown Candy, maybe, was where the server works. She posted a receipt. Uh where uh, the person wrote on the receipt, they didn't tip and they wrote on the receipt that taxes are theft or something and then put $0 for the tip, $70 check. So this waitress, I I hate using the word waitress, this server worked for $70 and didn't get any of it. Um, But then someone retweeted it and said, this is the the same server that didn't get tipped because she asked politely that her, her guests, her customers put masks on, right? Gotcha. So because that people got pissed off, didn't tip her. Right. So I tweeted, I retweeted that and said, I don't care if she said, Hey, fuck face, put a mask on. You never not tip ever. Unless she punches your baby in the head or (laughs) sniffs your baby's head. Let's just say sniffs your baby's head. How about that? (laughs) Unless she does something to you physically to you or someone in your, your, your family or who's with you, you tip he or she, sorry, I keep saying she, like women are the only ones that serve tables. So sexist. I got to see, I'm catching you got, myself. You got to do better. <laughs> I'm catching myself. Well, let me, but, okay, um, let, me, let me play devil's advocate on it though. So like, do you believe that I, I agree with you that you should always tip no matter what you should always tip unless there's a, a extreme circumstance, but does the amount of tip that you leave, should that tell the server this is what I thought of your, how you did tonight. You know, if, if if somebody, if you have a server who never comes to your table, like all night long, 
and you have a $70 bill, do you give them a $15 tip? Or if you leave a $2 tip, is that outrageous? Well, let me just stop. Let me just ask you, do you think $15 on $70 is a good tip? I would say yes. Is that not? Yeah, I think that's a shitty tip. Really? Absolutely. We won't get into that. But okay, okay, uh, but that, but does that, that the other things that come into play too is like how many people's at the table too, right? Or do you not look at that? I don't I mean, if I go out to dinner with my wife and our bill's $70, I'm tipping more than 15 bucks. Okay. So is my wife. But again, you're talking to two people who did it. Right. You know, and th- and that's the thing when you when you work as a bartender or server and you know one of your customers is a bartender or server, you step it up. Yeah, you step tr- it up yeah. a little bit because yeah. you know they're going to fucking tip you. Uh huh. You just do. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to get back to answering your question. I'm going to tell you a quick story. So we so uh y- years ago, my wife and I we weren't we weren't married then, but we went to one of her friend's weddings and. Um, after the reception, we went to a bar to hang out with people that were at the wedding. I think the bride and groom even went. Went to this bar. Really cool. And I didn't know. I had no idea what it was. Um, I mean, it was really close to the reception venue. So we walked. Ended up Ubering home. All this shit. Because we got pretty lit. But So I didn't know what the place was. But um, the place was awesome. Right? Food was good. The service was good. Uh, the music was cool. Like it was a big play. It was, everything about it was cool. Right. So I tweeted it and I tweeted that I added them and they like tweeted me back and were like very appreciative. And I'm like, all right, cool. I got a new, new spot that I want to go to every once in a while. So I go another time. Everything's great. Right. So fast forward, like, I don't know, six months down the line, maybe we go back, my wife and I go back with two other people, another couple. And I think one other person to this place. And we walk down the stairs to the, the host hostess stand. And, um, you know, we have a, we have a party of five. She's it's her, her attitude was so shitty. She was so condescending and just so weird about everything. So she goes, yeah, um, we don't have one. And just stared at us. And so, okay. I'm like, <laughs> well, when do you expect to have one? Cause we, we like it here. We'll wait. Like that's, that's how I said it. Like, okay, well, when do you expect? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. And it stares, stares at us again. I'm not making any of this up. I swear to God. I think about this probably like once every couple of months. <laughs> um, she's like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. And just stares at us. And then we're like, so now my wife grabs my wrist and she goes, so can you just let us know? Cause we'll, we'll, we'll wait. We don't, we don't, again, we don't mind waiting. She's like, can you find out? Is that, is, can you do that? Okay. And she like walks away. We can see her the entire time. She doesn't go around a corner. She doesn't duck down anywhere. We can see that she's talking to no one, right? But she is pretending to speak to someone as if we can't tell that there's no one in front of her. What the heck? Got, really? Moving her hands, moving her head, right? Like she's asking. And I, I'm, I'm, so at this point, the, the mood amongst our group is like, okay, what the fuck, Right. She turns around, and as she's walking back, she has a smirk on her face. I swear to God. So, like, I go, okay, guys, I'll take this one, I guess. And I go, so what do you think? 
That's what I said. She goes, well, still not sure. <laughs> no shit. Go, so, so I go, what is going on? That's what I said. I said, what is going on? She goes, what? Like that, what? So now my wife, she goes, hey, I, we don't understand what's going on. And we feel like you're being kind of shitty. We just want a table. Can we go sit at the bar? Right? That's what we said. Now, there were seats at the bar. Typically, in a place, you just walk up to the bar. You don't need to wait. Right. We were being polite because we honestly were going to do that. While she's off talking to the wall, <laughs> we were going to do that. We were like, fuck it. Let's just go sit at the bar. Well, we didn't want to sit at the bar. We wanted to sit at a fucking table. Yeah. We wanted to have dinner at a table. Don't mind sitting at the bar if that's all you have. So my wife very politely goes, well, can we just go sit at the bar? Seats. She goes, yeah, uh, those aren't available. All right. So now at this point, we're like, fuck this. Like my, our friends, they're like, all right, let's just fucking get out of here. This is so weird. And so, um, and I go, no, I don't, I don't know if I can let this one go because this is now again, work in the industry. And at this time I'm still, I'm still, yeah, at this time, because my wife and I have just met at this time, I'm still in the industry part time. My wife is still in the industry part time. So we just both go, can, can we like, let me, can we talk to a manager like anyone else? Like anyone else? Can we just talk to him? And she goes, I don't know. No, no, no. I, we're like, you're not allowed to say I don't know to any more of our questions. Right. Yeah. Either you go get your manager or we'll go find someone who we think looks like the manager. And we were like, we've been here before. We really like this place. We really would hate to leave right now with this being our last experience here. That's what we said. Again, being very polite, getting a little bit loud, a little bit more aggressive, but still trying to, to maintain. So then uh, she walks over with a manager and we're just like, hey, we're just trying to get a table. We're not really sure what her problem is. Uh, we just want to let you know, like, she's not being very helpful. And I think we're going to go. And the manager was like, well, don't go. Do you want to, you know, do you want to go sit at the bar? And she goes, well, she said those aren't available. And so the manager looks, like peeks around. She goes, oh yeah, those aren't available. And we're like, why did you fucking offer then, you fucking twisted bitch? What is going so like, on? So we go, you know what? It's okay. We're, we're just going to go. And the manager goes, well, I'm sure she was being helpful. And I go, no, no, no. We just told you she wasn't being helpful. And to be honest with you, both of you right now are costing one of your servers a really good tip because you're looking at three industry people right now because the other couple, the, my buddy's mm -hmm. girlfriend yeah. in the industry as well. I go, you're looking at three industry people and your server was going to get well taken care of tonight. And you just cost whoever that server would have been their tip. And then we left, you know, and the whole time that fucking hostess had the same smirk. I, I don't know. She might've been retarded and I hate using that word, but for real, she might've been mentally challenged. Have you ever been back to there, back to that place yet? Nope. Since then? No, that was the last time. Ever. The last time. And it's a shame because I really liked it. Yeah. Huh? So, I, my point, my point to that story is, dude. When you when you're in the industry, you really, really appreciate when someone from the industry comes in because people don't tip. Yeah, they don't. They suck at it. Yeah. So to answer your question, uh, yes, you should tip. But you're, but, what, but, but what you're saying, it doesn't matter how the service is now. And, and what I'm, I'm not saying like the whole mask thing that you talked about a while ago, I'm not saying circumstances like that, where you just have shitty people who get mad because you ask them to put their mask on and then you don't tip. I'm talking like legit circumstances where the server was not good. Do you give the same amount of tip no matter what? 
whether the service was ex- extraordinary or the service sucked in legit, like legit sucked. Okay. Like you didn't see the server most of the night, you know, your drink was empty half the time, you know, the food wasn't great, which I know that's a cook thing, not a server thing, you know, that kind of thing. But like, does that matter? Okay. I'll give you my rules. Here are my rules. Okay. Mm-hmm. These are just, if the service was bad and, and again, if, if no one at my table was physically threatened or harmed, even if the service was bad, even if all those things happened that you you just said happen, uh, they're still going to get 20% from me. Okay. Still. Um, but it's funny you said that the food's bad. Most people don't understand that logic. People think it's the server's fault. Right, yeah, I know. I get that. They don't make that connection yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll still tip 20%. Okay, so... That's my rule. So when I was listening to this conversation, though, I was trying to think about it from like a business standpoint. Okay. And I was thinking about like how much money a business would lose if they were to get get rid of tipping and start paying the uh, servers an hourly wage. Because if you, if okay. you pay a server $15 an hour, let's say, and they're used to making four or $5 an hour plus tips, and that might be shooting high, maybe like $3 an hour for, for a lot of people. But anyways, you know, the, the company's used to paying servers $3 an hour, and then all those tips don't come out of the company's pocket. That's money that came from the, the customer that goes back to the, the server. Yeah. Now, if you pay them $15 an hour, now that's, you know, $12 more an hour they're paying their servers that comes out of the company's pocket. So it's actually customer, like, if you did away with, my point is, if you did away with tips and you paid a higher hourly wage for servers, it's going to be more money coming out of the customer's or the uh, business's pocket. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's the right way to do it. As someone who has been to places where that is the case, um, the service isn't great. Yeah. So again, if you as a person who doesn't want to tip can tolerate lackluster service, then that might be the way to go. <laughs> but, uh, the, the, I mean, what about what? I'm not saying that it's going to be like that everywhere, but I think if you are a business and you do do that, you need to hire the best of the best. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, a place my wife worked at when she was finishing college, uh, you had to take tests. You had to memorize the entire menu. Uh, now, they didn't, they still made tips. They didn't get a, you know, a high hourly wage, but they hired the best of the best when it comes to servers and bartenders. And this is a corporate chain. Um, and those people make really good money make really good money because right. they're good at what they do. Yeah. So if you're a, business, you're a business and you transition into that, you need to hire the best of the best. And you should be proud of that. And you should t- tell people, you should promote the idea that, hey, we pay our servers an hourly wage while tipping may be appreciated. It's not necessary. We only hire the best. And then it's up to the server to be the best. Yeah. Um, but that's easier said than done. Um. And as I said, as someone who's been to places where, I mean, the service—I don't, I wouldn't even call it service. I would just call it their person that's there. What, what about what like about it, it's bizarre? What about places that make the servers or bartenders or whatever divide up the 
tips between equally between everybody. Oh, fuck off. That's gross, right? Yeah, fuck you. Uh, no, not a fucking chance. We did, dude, I worked at a place. It was a, I want to say it was like maybe like during Mardi Gras or one of these bigger, bigger, bigger things that happen here in the city. And we knew we were going to be busy. So we, you know, extra people that day, but still the same amount of bartenders. But it was like, hey, we're going to pull all this together and the servers are going to get, I go, no, 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 no. I'll go home right now. The servers are not getting any of my fucking tips. I don't want any of the servers tips. I'm not running the fucking drinks out to the tables. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. not a fucking chance. Yeah. Fuck that. I mean, I guess in some cases that makes sense, but, uh, God, I'm so glad I don't do that anymore. Fuck it, dude. I hated it. I hated it. I just did it because it was easy. It was conducive to a school schedule, but fuck. I hated it, man. See, my wife loved it. My wife would still do it today. So you, there, there's if if somebody were come up up to you with a really good, like it was somebody a a really nice place, right now, and you could with your personal life make it work for a part time job for you wouldn't you would not do it again? No, never. No, no. No. Interesting. Not a chance. Hmm. No. It just. you know, it is what it is. I, look, I, like I said, it, it paid the bills, kept me fed, paid for things, but no, not a fucking chance. <laughs> you just eventually, I think it's just something that you hopefully put behind you, if that makes sense. Meaning, it's not a means to an end, for me anyway. It was never, it was never, I never did it with the idea that, hey, this could potentially be what I do for the rest of my life. Not, no. Gotcha. And if I ever had a fee, because I got, after I got a degree, I was having trouble, you know, finding a job. So I was still bartending and I got offered, you know, I don't know, to be like a part-time manager or whatever, you know. So when I did that job, I would get an hourly wage. And then if I did bartend also, I would get the, keep the tips. And I was like, that feels like I'm moving towards staying here. And right. I, no offense, but I don't want to stay here. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I think if you, if you move to hourly wages, you, it's going to, it's, I think it's hard to figure that out. They do it they, again. They so like most recently when I experienced this, I was in Portugal and Spain. I was gonna, I was and, gonna say that I'm pretty sure, um, like Europe and places like that do like that's how they do this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, and I still tipped. Did did I they did did did, it, did they take it odd? Um. So a lot of a lot of people will say like, "Oh, if you tip them, they're insulted." Uh, I didn't get that vibe. I don't really care if you're insulted. I appreciated your service, so I'm going to give you extra. Right. I mean, you can go to your go to your wallet and give me some cash back, pay me back for that. But <laughs> I'm giving you extra. I remember we were at this little cafe in in um, Lisbon, and like, dude, in downtown Lisbon. 
there's a restaurant every six centimeters and, and they're all little small hole in the wall. It, it, it's what makes the place cool. But anyway, we're just, we're, I mean, it's, a, it's the morning. Uh, we're up where we, we walked everywhere. We probably walked 15 miles a day. And so we're walking just down the, the, down the, down the street, just looking at places like, do we want to go there? Do we want to go here? Half the shit it's in Portuguese. We can't read it anyway. <laughs> we're just looking at the pictures on the menus. Just like, Oh, that looks good. I was like, to be honest, I just want a fucking regular breakfast. I want eggs. I want some sort of meat. I want coffee, maybe a bloody Mary. Right. So we picked this little place and we're out on the street and you're eating your breakfast with pigeons essentially. And we saw our server and I'm using air quotes here once she took our order. That's it. She didn't bring the food. She didn't come back and refill anything. They had another person that would come back and ask about drinks. And to in, in, in America, in the United States, if that happens, you go, are you our server now? Or was the other right. guy who's, you don't, you don't ask over there. You just, you don't ask, you just let it happen. Hmm. So someone else came back and was like, refills the water. Uh, I had a Bloody Mary. So now I got a little bit of booze and I'm like, well, it's fucking sunny. It's beautiful. I want another drink. So the person I ordered the drink from was another person, not the person who filled up the water, not the person who was our server or we, <laughs> right. But that server came back to give us the check and I tipped and uh, I don't know how she felt. <laughs> and you don't know who that money goes to. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> One of the eight people we that we've happy. seen while we were here. <laughs> we were happy. We're on vacation. Uh, the food's good. We're a little bit boozed up now. It's sunny. It's beautiful. We're going to give you extra. Sorry, that's the way we are, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I have been places where people do, like you You could tell, you just, you, if, you, if you're good at reading people, you would know not to tip uh, because they were... Again, but if you're like, if you, okay, here's a perfect example. If you go to a chain restaurant in Europe, those, those, they make like $20 an hour, right? 2022. I think I even read they make up to like $25 an hour. Um, you don't tip them. You don't, you just don't, but I don't go to, I would never in a million years go to a chain restaurant if I was in Europe. So I haven't. I haven't, I haven't tested, I haven't tested the waters on that theory, but I would, you know, like um, chain, chain restaurant as in, like, give me an example, like a Fridays or a, they have a, a fr- they have Fridays in Europe. Yeah. Applebee's. Really? Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Oh yeah. If you're the heir to the Applebee's throne, you are <laughs> Um But yeah, I, I don't know. Just tip. Just tip unless they threaten you physically or steal your wallet. Just tip because at the end of the day, like I said, you've, you've made an agreement with other human beings. So what also, I mean, I don't, well, I say that like you're not better than them, but I don't think that I'm better than anyone regardless of where I'm at. That's not my point. My point is you walk into the building with the understanding that, Hey, we're all on the same team. We're all, we're all trying to achieve the same goal here to eat, to get our food and leave. Right. You're helping with that. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. What do you got? You know, yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't um, Who, who are you talking to about this? Is it someone that doesn't tip? No, I wasn't having the conversation. I was actually listening to the conversation. 
It yeah. was it was on a podcast. What what were they saying? Uh, that kind of are, agree- you, are you going to name the podcast? It was the Rizzo- afraid- no, I will. It was the Rizzuto show. Oh, okay. And That's a radio show, sir. Well, I listen to it on the podcast because I can't listen to it when they are recording. So I know, right? Anyway. But yeah, they so they were. It was one of those things where most of the most of them agreed with what you're saying, but then you would have like your um, your listeners who would email in, th- basically changing the words of what they were saying and making them sound like they're wrong. Yeah. What do you wait? What do you mean? I guess, or maybe they were, maybe they were, uh, so like one of the guys would say something about, like give their opinion and then a listener would like the, over that night or something, once they listened to it, they would email in and, and I guess maybe take it, take it differently than how they were trying to portray it. So like if I were, okay. if I, if I were to give my, give my position here and then somebody were to take it differently than the way that I'm trying to say it then they, you know, write in and be or email in or whatever and be uh, like, hey, you know, I, I disagree with what you're saying. This is what this is how it should be. And then they had to go back and kind of go over it and explain that they weren't trying to say it the way that that listener took it. If that makes so any like sense. So like normal human shit. Yeah, pretty much. That's I think pretty that's much the it. that's the shit that you just deal with that when you have a podcast or you're on the radio, right? You just uh You have to. Yeah. So I will, what, what were they saying that was so wrong that they was being misconstrued so so mu- so extremely? Uh, it was. I'm not saying they said anything wrong anyway. I'm just saying how, how what 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 I feel like this is a pretty. It, it, it was it was basically about the the whole um, the topic that I brought up about should you pay uh, servers a higher wage instead of letting them get tips, and then it, I mean it was basically our whole conversation. But it was also yeah, yeah. people emailing in and saying basically they agree with they agree with either uh, people getting paid more or they disagree with it or they agree. And then they went down the rabbit hole of the you know if you give fifteen dollars instead of three dollars, does that matter? Should you pay the same amount the whole time? And then another part that they were talking about was um, say you go somewhere and the service is absolutely terrible. Do you either just give a small tip and not go back, or do you give the normal tip that you would and not go back, or do you ever go above the server and be like, like to a manager and say, do you critique them, or Ugh. like do you know do you say maybe you should talk to this server about this this way they're doing things, or do you just walk away and never come back? Do you come back one more time and do you see how the service is? that time or you know all all those different things it j- they were just don't you know spitballing all different ideas and I, I don't know i i'm normally of i'm kind of up in the air if i go somewhere once and the service is really bad um but i liked say i like the food or i liked the place itself i might give it another chance because you may get another server who is absolutely awesome and you know change your outlook on the place very true. But if you go um, back a second time and you get that same server and the service still sucks, what do you do? Do you just walk away forever? Or do you ever walk into a place knowing that you don't like one of the servers and you ask for another server? Is that gross? 
that's insanely gross. <laughs> and so is evaluating the server's performance to a manager. That's disgusting. Don't ever do that. If yeah. you're listening now and you're a person who has done that, stop immediately. Don't ever do it again. I understand I just told a story where we asked for a manager. This was different. Yeah, we didn't even get, get to the goddamn table to have a server. Right. Okay. It's a little yeah. bit different. Yeah. Uh, don't evaluate your server. That's gross. Um, oh, God. Look, dude, there are all different levels of what people consider to be good service anyway. Here's, here's what I love. First of all, I'm a hood rat. I love going to hood rat places. So I expect poor service. I expect someone with an attitude. I like my bartender to have an attitude, you know, issues. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear about their day. I want to hear what pisses them off, right? Don't even ask me what I'm drinking. I'm not. I'm listening. What what happened to you today, right? Uh-huh. But I do appreciate good service. But you know what is better than good service is a good fucking attitude. There, I can't tell you how many times. Let me ask you this. Before I tell you this, when you go to a, when you go to a place, if the server does not tell you their name, like right off the bat, do you ask for their name, or do you just call them sir or ma'am or miss or excuse me or right? Well, I mean, I guess that kind of depends on if they're wearing a. Okay, no name tag. Like Forget a name tag. No, uh, I don't think, I don't think I ever get that personal with my. Okay. Server. See, we do. Okay. We do. Okay. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Like we'll order, let's say we we sit down, they walk up, they don't say their name. They go, but hey, how are you guys doing? Start you with something to drink. We'll go we'll order and then we'll go, by the way, what's your name? And they'll tell us and they'll go, thank you, such and such, right? Okay, the reason that we do that is because we want to let them know that we're not fuck faces. Right, I get it. So don't treat us like it. Yeah. Okay? okay? Yeah. That also, again, is part of the agreement, when you go out into public and you expect someone to serve you food, they expect you not to be a shithead. So a little bit of kind of kindness on your end goes a long way. I just want to let, again, if you're listening, trust me, it goes a long way. <laughs> Ask for their name. It goes a long way. It goes a long way. Anyway, um, fuck, I forgot what your question was. Damn it. I knew I shouldn't. Have, oh, uh, damn. Fuck. What was your question before I said that? I don't remember. I threw, I threw a lot of questions in there. Like um, as far as the critiquing the server, you, you answered oh, oh, that. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't tell you how many times we've gone to a place. And it might be a place we've been to many times. It might be a new place. Where, look, the server might have been a little bit slow, might have been a little bit overwhelmed. And, and they, you know, weren't the best at being quick. and But they had a great attitude. It goes so much further. Yeah, for sure. In my household, anyway, yeah. if they have a good attitude. Yeah. Um, and to be honest with you, if you have a good attitude, you don't need to apologize. Food's taking a little long. Don't worry about it. If you have a good attitude, trust me, we're not worried about it either. Yeah. You know, the drink's wrong. The food's wrong. What I, you know, it, but it helps to let them know at the start of this transaction that you also have a good attitude and that you're a polite person. <laughs> right. If you give the impression that you're going to be a fucking hard ass, believe me, most people will give it right back to you. Well, it's kind of like what they were saying on the show too, is like, you know, if you should walk into a restaurant, like this is a five out of five star out of five star place off the bat. Act like that. When you sit down, don't go in saying I'm going to give this place two stars 
and then you and then you have to earn my five stars. That, yeah, should, you're a that shouldn't be how. If yeah, you, do that. you shouldn't. That shouldn't be how it is. You should be going in oh. expecting a good experience, and not being a shithead. I agree. But also, you should just expect normal human interaction when it starts because that's what it is. So yeah. you be polite as well. Yeah. But human interaction. I, I understand that d- some different, people. Human interaction is a different thing these days, isn't it? You got to pull. You got to pull your eyes away from your phone enough to place your order. Ooh. Ooh. If you are a person who orders while staring at your phone, you are scum of the earth. <laughs> So again, if you're listening, you ever ordered food or a drink and did not look up from your phone to the person taking your order, stop doing that. You're a bad person. You're letting that <laughs> server know that you're a bad person. I don't care what year it is. I don't care how cool your phone is. I don't care if you're checking your, your stocks. I don't care. I, don't. Don't do that. Put the phone down. Um, God, you see that so much now. Oh. Oh. And in fact, it doesn't even have to be a phone. Look up at the person asking you questions and speaking to you. Yeah, for sure. Be a human. Yeah. Ugh. Um, or just for long enough while you're sitting, like, at least try to keep your phone in your pocket. And I don't even care if it's out. Just don't. But, but like, I'm just talking about like with the people you're with. Like, you, oh, yeah. like even oh, if it's just yeah. you and you, you and your wife, or if it's you know you and a friend or whatever, you know. What what's the point in going somewhere and just sitting and staring at your phone the entire time? I agree. It's weird. It's bizarre. Makes no it sense. Happens. It's the way it is, unfortunately. Uh, I was gonna. I can't. I can't remember what I was gonna. I was gonna say something else too. Shit. Um. I don't know. It's an interesting conversation because so many people treat it differently, and so many people expect different things out of service. And, uh, I mean, oh, that's I, what I was going to ask you. Have you ever, so, I mean, you've been married quite a while now, but so like, have you ever like been out on a date with someone and they treated the server poorly and you're like, what the fuck is happening? I can't, I, I can't, I don't know. Mm, I don't think so. Maybe I can't remember an instance, but it feels like maybe I've been on one where there may have been overreaction not like that they're shitty towards the server, but like, you know, if the food was not exactly the way they wanted or something like that, may overreact on how they get it fixed or something along those lines. But I can't remember an exact situation that that happened. You ever have to correct family members? What do you mean? Like be out to dinner with family members and they're shitty and you got to go, hey, 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 what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? No. Have you been through that? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh yeah, um, yeah. I won't say who. I don't want to put any family members on blast, but yeah, yeah. Quite often, actually. Wow. It doesn't sink in either. No, um, I've got I've got family members who I've been in that situation with, actually at a restaurant, but they've never been shitty towards the server. It's more of like once the server walks away, they'll mouth and be like, you know, just say whatever shit they want to say. And I'm just well, like, whatever. I just brush it off and let it go. As long as it doesn't escalate to where they're actually saying these things to the server themselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's weird. I don't like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, dude, I, I, God. You know, though, but what you're saying is interesting, though, because even people in your position that have been servers before, 
some people in that position look at it differently than you though. Like they, they go in expecting everything to be absolutely perfect. And if it's not, it's on the server. The server's doing a shitty job. And I've heard that comment before from somebody who's been in that industry who go, you know, goes into a restaurant and something's not exactly perfect. And they're like, well, this is shit. Like this is, this is bullshit. They should be doing it this way. They should be doing it that way. Yeah. Those people suck too. Yeah. I wish I knew who you were talking about. <laughs> I mean, it's nobody, you know. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Cause I was going to call them immediately after we were done podcasting. Um, so I asked the question, you ever been on a date? And so I have, I have two stories. One's completely, but I want to tell it anyway, because it just made me think of it. But so yeah, I, I, I went out with a girl once and this is, God, this is, so, but keep in mind, my first job ever was at a restaurant, right? I grew up working in restaurants. Now I've had other jobs, but I would always find myself going back because it was just, it's what I grew up. My family, I had a family, my family had a restaurant when I was a kid. Okay. Um, and uh, grew up going to it. And then, I mean, I illegally worked there when I was 12, 13 years old, washing dishes. But let me tell you something, dude. When you're 12 years old and you got $54 in your pocket, you are a baller. Okay? <laughs> you are balling. So, so like, um, but so I, I grew up in the industry. I just know how you're supposed to treat. I, it's just, I have a different idea of it. So. But I, I, went, I remember, I, I don't remember how old I was, but, and I don't think at the time I was, I wasn't at the, I know, actually, I know at the time I was not in the industry, but so went on a date with this girl and we sit down and she like started complaining about the lighting in the restaurant. Like, why is it, why is it so, why is it so dark? And I was like, okay. I, 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 he was like, okay, that's okay. Whatever. And then the server comes and it was like, fucking devil. Like, I was like, what has happened? So he was just like, so let me ask you a question. Like, that's how she started the comment. Let me ask you a question. If I order this and it comes up, like, and I'm like, oh God, Uh here we go. (laughs) So I was like, oh no. So this was a second date, not a first date. First date was a movie, no dinner. Thank God. So. I'm just listening and I'm watching and I'm like, I'm ordering and I'm like, maybe she'll pick up on my vibes, right? Maybe she'll pick up on like, Hey, just be cool. Right. And, um, she didn't pick up on it. And she, I mean, she's like, sent her food back. And I was just so like, sent her food back. Uh, you know, want a refund this and that. I was like, Holy shit. (laughs) And it got to the point where I was like, well, look, we don't need a refund. I'm paying. It's, it's totally fine. Yeah, I never went out with that girl again. Super weird. I was like, oh my God. Like I I it was so bizarre because while I was young, you kind of just expect humans to be shitty sometimes. Right. But I didn't. I was I was so <laughs> surprised by it. Because I think most of my time too, like you expect that out of men. Like men gotta gotta announce their like sort of like I'm the alpha. So if something's wrong, I gotta tell you. And right. I expect things to be this way. And uh yeah, so I had to. I never, never saw that girl again. That was bizarre. And, uh, but it's funny. You, you, you almost don't know who people are until they're put into a social situation. It's almost like the true colors come out. So another situation where I, it was actually, God, this is how you know you're getting old because you think back to these stories and you're like, God, I was just a baby. I didn't know shit about shit, but this person knew less than me. But so, 
there's this girl I, I went out with a couple of times. Yeah, a couple of times. Like we went out on a few dates and it was a girl like I was pursuing. Like it, it was sort of like amongst my friends, like this girl's hot. I got I got to I got to I got to go for it. That that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. So like we started going out and uh, I was like, yeah, she's, you know, uh, she's cool. Like, this is good. This is good. So let's keep going out. So went to a house party together. That, like, I've I seen, know, it seem like, I seem like nothing, like no stories ever end well. For I mean, me? When it's, no, when it starts out oh. saying we went to a house party. Really? Yeah, well, that's a good point. So <laughs> that's a good point. So I took her to this house party. Uh, where it was, it was my friends. Like majority of it was my friends, right? Um, you know, and the, everything's going fine. We were there, uh, there for a couple of hours, and we're driving. So it's like, oh, am I taking you home? You coming back to my place? She's coming back to my place. And uh, now we're the only ones in the car. Thank God. And so I, I, I was just, we're kind of talking and she's like asking me questions about a lot of the people that are there. Right. So I'm getting, I'm getting a weird vibe. This is only, she's not asking about, so you said this is on the way. Oh, going home, leaving. leaving? Okay. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So she's asking me about the people that are there, but I find it odd because there were like other girls there and I'm like friendly, friend, you know, how like, you know, people get jealous. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm talking to other girls, something and like, that's where this conversation is going. She's not asking about the girls. She's asking about the, the guys. Right. And these are fr- like friends of mine that I've had for quite some time. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just put it to you this way. Um, they're not the same color as me. How about that? So okay. she's asking me, like, how long have you known them? Uh, all this stuff. Did you go to school with them? And I'm like thinking like, OK, these are kind of like normal questions. But why didn't they come up while you were there? Right. So. At first, it's like a normal, I'm like, okay, I'm not, there are no red flags as, but you know, okay, you asked me how long I know someone, that's a normal question. Did you go to school with them? Normal question. Okay, so I go, I go, I eventually just out of curiosity, I'm just like, well, do you think it's weird that they're my friends? Right? And she's like, well, yeah, we're, we're just different. I didn't have any N-word friends growing up jesus i was like what like i fucking dude i seriously almost had like a fucking seizure at the wheel i was like what i was like don't say it again if you were gonna say it again i heard you but i'm saying what because i can't like she goes what's wrong and i'm like no 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 this and i go i gotta take you home she goes are you serious so then we get into a fight does she just come from a background that that's normal i don't know um i don't know so like I go, I got to take you home. So then we get into a fight because she, she's now like, and again, there was liquor and booze involved. So naturally every, every argument is escalated to the next level because of, because of alcohol. Um, and she's calling me this, calling me that saying she doesn't, I don't understand, you know, I, and I go, I look, I, I, you can yell at me all you want, but I, I stand firmly on this position we can no longer see each other like it's not cool with me she i don't care what excuse you have it's not cool with me i don't i don't it's it's not um and so you know pulled up to her place and she's still yelling at me the entire time getting out of the car 
And I go, okay, yeah, see ya, fuck off. And I, you know, drove away and she was texting me. Uh, yeah, texting me, you know, a couple days after that, just, you know, at first it would be like, I- I'm sorry. There would be like an apology and then it would be like, well, fuck you. I, I, I you know, I was just like, look, I, you're a fucker. Psycho. She's an insane like, person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was so, I, it's so, it's so weird. And that's why I say like, you don't know how people are until you put them into social situations. But like, I didn't experience that very much growing up. You know, I know it exists. I knew, I knew, and I know it existed. Right. But I, I wasn't around that. I just wasn't. And I'm not trying to say that to sound like I'm some fucking, you know, uh, you know, progressive fucking, you know, liberal fucking whatever, you know, I just didn't grow. I didn't experience that. Um, and it was really the first time that I had in, in such a, an intimate sort of nature where I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, it's almost like you're what the fuck? Like, um, yeah, it's very weird. Very weird. I could, I, I could just remember like, immediately calling one of my friends that was still at the party. I was like, you'll never fucking believe what just happened. And they're like, and you know, like, yeah, fuck that girl. But you do hit it. Did you hit it at least? Like oh, Jesus. Know, fucking, that whole guy thing. I was like, yeah, fuck that girl. That girl's crazy. Um, yeah. That's so yeah. You don't know until you put them in those. I don't know. Yeah. Almost like if you're in an, if, if you're newly dating someone, you've got to like, ease into social situations somehow. <laughs> well, I do, but see, that's the thing. My friends are part of the reason, reason why I love my fucking wife is because my friends are a giant part of my life. I mean, you met a lot of them mm-hmm. recently or you, you know, and that, that was just, to be honest with you, that was only a fraction. Right. You know, there were a lot of people that couldn't make it, but like, um, my friends play a giant role in my life, who I am as a person. You know, I have a lot of the same friends since I was a, a child. And it's weird. Every relationship I've been in that's been sort of a serious relationship, none of them have friends for that long. They just think it's bizarre. They think it's an accomplishment that I have friends for that long. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know if it's I, Well, that's just because they know how, thing. That's just because they know you. I and mean, they're just surprised that you have friends. It's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> It's a good point. Um, I don't know if it's a male-female thing. In my experience, it seems to be a female thing. Like, they just can't keep friends. They recycle friends. Um, but this is part of the reason why my wife is awesome is because she, right away, like, and that's the other weird thing, too. And I, I don't want to, again, I, but, yeah. my wife was always like, hey, let's hang out with your friends. Like, it was her idea. Mm-hmm. Whereas previous relationships, I'll be like, well, we're going to go. Like, really? We can't just spend some alone time? alone time what what do you mean right alone time i thought it was a date night like okay so like my wife when i met her was always like yeah you want to call like we would go somewhere to a bar wherever or or we would go out to dinner and then go to a bar afterwards like you want to invite some friends i'm like what'd you say do i what (laughs) so she could tell that i valued that and i think she valued the fact that i had you know close friends and still do and she's now they're her friends and I don't know. That's important. Uh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I guess it was, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's fucking weird. Yeah. You, you see those really 
crappy relationships where it's like, and I'm sure you've been there too. Like you've been there where you've got a friend or something who got into a relationship and now all of a sudden you guys aren't really that close anymore or really aren't friends anymore. And you know, it's because they, the girl kind of pulled them away from you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes it happens naturally and it's not really anybody's fault. It's just a matter of they would, you know, kind of rather spend time with the other person. But some, some situations it's like, you know that the girl's got it out for pulling him away from everybody else and just being around her. I've seen or the it. guy. Yeah, that's true. I've seen that too. Uh, it's it's, yeah. a, it's a jealousy thing, and it's not. Don't be it's so not healthy. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? I can't really think of any of my good friends that have ever done that. Really? Just acquaint, just acquaintances, and they were an acquaintance anyway. So I probably didn't even notice it until someone said something to me. You know, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. We don't really see that person much anymore. Huh. Well, or with, oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck. That was, I don't know how we ended up with me telling that story, but. Do we went from UFC to candy. To Probably spent a little too much time to, on candy. To, to tipping to relationships. Let me, let me, two more things I forgot oh, that Jesus. I forgot. The first thing is this. Uh, when, I, when I called out ESPN earlier, here's the reason why I didn't like that post. I don't celebrate people getting hurt. Right. I like fighting. I like watching it. But I don't, I'm not happy when someone gets badly hurt. I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I would have reacted that way if that was a picture of Francis Ngannou, if that was a picture of Colby Covington, who I despise with every fiber of my being. If it was Sean O'Malley, which, by the way, didn't bring that up. He is my least favorite fighter now. Um, don't know if you saw the highlights of his fight, but um, I would react that way if it were anyone. I don't celebrate people getting hurt. I celebrate competition, and I think in its truest form, mixed martial arts is the best competition probably you can witness. You know, um, But I don't like when people get hurt. I don't like if it's in control and in, uh, I don't like if it's, if it's on the street. Like, I don't watch videos of people getting knocked out. It's not my thing. You know, on the street, in bar fights, whatever. Uh, and I don't like watching it in a controlled environment like last night. So that's why I'm calling out ESPN. They don't – We there's already enough when it comes to fighting, when it comes to, uh, you know, physical competition and guys being guys and, and, and sort of men – fighting one another there doesn't need to be any more there there doesn't need to be a boost to you got knocked the fuck out we can fucking see that he got knocked out right right we don't need you playing around about it uh i don't know if i said i didn't quite say that as eloquently as i wanted to but anyway you get what i'm saying but isn't i mean did that become a culture because of like certain um like world star hip hop isn't that one that did stuff like that yeah and then uh like your shows like ridiculousness and stuff like that that praise or or like their whole their whole thing is surrounds people getting hurt like is it things like that that started or do you think it's just always been that way like people always kind of want to see people get hurt and the 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 shock the shock factor and the oh man yeah, I don't know. People love a train wreck. They love a car accident. Yeah. Everyone rubbernecks when they 
see a car accident, right? Yeah, true. No one drives. Everyone. Uh, I don't know. It probably. It's hard to. I can't tell you when it started. I mean, shows like that certainly don't help. You remember the show Scarred? Yeah, dude. Jacoby, man. I actually yeah. watched that recently, and it is a garbage TV show. Yeah, it, the, it was. The, the wrecks and stuff weren't very good, and just it, it looked like I basically edited it on my phone. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of them were just phone videos that people sent. No, I mean, I the whole editing of the entire show. Oh really? <laughs> like uh, it, I did. I don't. I don't remember much of it. Go on YouTube and and try to watch an episode. I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't know if I. I know it. It seems like I have a lot of time on my hands, but I don't know if I have time for that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's why I'm calling out ESPN. I it, it, there, there, this whole this whole armchair Monday morning quarterback. We're going to shit on athletes. That may work in the NFL and in the NBA, Major League Baseball, it doesn't work with fighting. Right. It just, it, there's just no, I'm sorry, there's no room for it. There's no room for a Stephen A. Smith when it comes to fighting, in my opinion. Um, dude, the, uh, the, dude, dude. What if our theory is correct and Joe Rogan is phoning it in now? And what if once his contract was up, he walked away and they brought in Stephen A. Smith to replace him? Why do you, why do you, why, why even put that energy out there into the universe? Why, why? You better hope no one, none of the, the executives at ESPN hear this. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I really it thought I was going to see you cringe harder than you did. I was, going for, that? I was going for cringe factor on that. I thought you were going to cringe a lot harder than you actually did. I'm just trying to deny that energy into the, <laughs> to the universe. So please don't do that. Uh, but he is phoning it in. But so would Stephen A. Smith. Do you know Stephen A. Smith fell asleep at the desk during uh, when he was doing, uh, he was a boxing analyst for, I don't remember which fight. And I, it was either Andre Ward or Tim Bradley had to like nudge him. With their elbow, like, hey, dude, we're on air. You're falling asleep. Really? Yeah. And he still gets gigs. He still has a massive gig. That's interesting. A massive gig and a massive contract. Uh-huh. So he's the highest paid person there. That's um, crazy. So you said you had one more story. Not a story. I just forgot the candy dots. I do love dots. Oh, dude. Those aren't like teeth breakers, but they're you ain't getting them out of your teeth for a while. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> I do love those, and I'm they also considered the... old for liking those. Oh, dude! Now I'm thinking. Why. Now I'm thinking of more of like more of the candies that were in those small boxes, like Milk Duds. The worst. Those Garbage. are also sticking to your teeth. Uh, nerds. Garbage candy. Nerds. Garbage candy. Garbage candy. Hmm. What's the other? The other. Uh, God, we're talking about enough with the candy. Let's get out of here. But Gobstoppers. That was in a box. I don't know what those are. Uh, kind of like Jawbreakers, but they're all different flavors. They have like, oh, yeah. Why? Why would you do that to yourself? I don't know. They're look. They're like marbles. Hey, want a bag of marbles? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Well, you eat them, of course. I have, I have. I have so many thoughts in my head of what we're going to name this show. Please let me know all of them. Okay, I will. It's probably, hey, grown man, take that lollipop out. I was going to. I was going to say something about like you're an adult, don't eat lollipops. But I don't know yet. That's a good one. <laughs> 
Anyway. Tra- I put Travis Barker in parentheses. I think it was a black lollipop, too. What? Ew. Sure, it wasn't, was it grape? Like dark purple? No, it was dark black like my microphone. Ew. What is it, like black licorice flavored? I don't know. Can't be good. Ugh. Oh, Twizzlers. Twizzlers, probably like Twizzlers are legit, Viagra by the way. Or something. What? Yeah, that's a weird that's a weird rumor to start. <laughs> I'm starting it now. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. Viagra, that's okay. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. He's trying to fuck a Kardashian. Oh my god. <laughs> it's okay, dude. And with that, we're out. <laughs> <laughs>